we are 20 days into 2022, and I could say the first 10 days were pretty good. They were amazing, right? The last 10 days have just slowly declined in the back to 2020. Just utter bullshit. Um, it's been really stressful, but you know what? I'm managing through, and I still have hope for this year. Um, look, let's just let's just jump right into this episode. This is going to be a very touchy extremely emotional episode for me because I'm going to be talking about something, not just something, it's the one thing in my life that altered everything. The one thing that changed, I mean, my dad's death couldn't even compare to how hard this was. Um, I want to start this podcast episode off by, uh, well, two things. One, I just want to say, if you hear any background noise right now, uh, it's my cat, Charlie. He's going nuts with this uh, bag. And two, um, I don't endorse, I don't incite, I don't condone. I know I just used those la- those first two words, the wrong pronunciation. Let me just repeat what I just said. I don't incite and I do not absolutely 110% do not condone anything, anything, anything at all, good or bad, towards the people who I'm going to be talking about in this story or the school that I'm going to be talking about or schools really. Anybody I bring up in the story, whether I say they're anonymous or I say their name, given permission by them, I do not condone any or incite any harassment. I don't care what it is. Don't even don't don't do it. Okay. And I well get on with the story, Matt. You're you're prolonging this. I have to prolong it because I don't want anybody to go and follow up with any hate comments or violence or any threats to this person for what they did to me. Um, I want to start off this. Uh, podcast episode by telling a little bit of a story. So I was on a Discord call with my uh, good friend Amelia, and she said to me, yeah, the, the, the high school you went to, Ridgeline High, this is public record, I could say this, uh, Ridgeline High School, you know, there was something that happened last year in April of 2021 where uh, it was like a diversity week where they put up a bunch of flags from around the world, and, you know, I can't, I think it was like diversity week. It was like diversity week and uh, they put a bunch of stuff up there like flags and all. They would hang them up on the banisters in the commons area or the the, the lunchroom, whatever it's called. And apparently there was like a a girl who went up to the banister to fix the the pride flag. The pride flag being the LGBTQ, you know, stolen rainbow flag. And, excuse me. And uh, another, another guy went up there after Apparently they got in like a fight or something, but he uh, basically to put it, to put it basically he cut down the flag, and people were chanting, they were celebrating it when he cut it down. If you watch the video, if you if you go onto like Fox Thirteen News, if you live in Utah and you like look at this video, it's pretty it's pretty awful. I mean the dude is like cutting down this flag, and people are like celebrating it. Like there was you could you could watch the video and turn up the volume because you could hear people are celebrating. It's crazy, so. People are celebrating, blah, 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 blah. It's just shit all around for them, right? This school that I went to has had a poor reputation of maintaining itself together publicly. I mean, again, I'm not condoning and I'm not trying to slander or, you know, slander at all the school. It's a cool school. It's big. It's nice. It's cool and all. But let's just call it what it is. It's a trash, well well, it's poorly maintained, and it's just the school where all the privileged, you know, entitled kids go to. Um, I have a, a, this story that I was just telling about, the guy who, like, cut it down and stuff, they, they threw, like, a rally, 
sometime later uh, for the you know the pride community and stuff like they they literally lined up uh, on the roads and like were waving their flags it was really interesting i think it was a little extra but you know what they were trying to uh, back up what they support so i'm scrolling through this comment section underneath the video where this guy was cutting down uh, the lgbtq flag and i saw this interesting comment for those for before i say this comment for those of you who listened to uh, that one episode i think it was like episode eight i don't know if it was or not but i think it was uh, I said, humble yourself, bro. That one episode, that was based off a TikTok comment that just, it, it knocked me out of my seat. Remember the guy who was in the gym, you know, being too cocky, and then somebody said, humble yourself, bro, period, and something about it just, just it blew me away. It was crazy. It was like, man, he just put it, he just said everything I wanted to say in a paragraph all down to like three words, humble yourself, bro. Well, this is, this comment that I'm about to say is not kind of, it's not like that, but it's like that, if you know what I mean. Um... This comment below said, the more that they push their agenda or push – they being the people who support like like, like the LGBTQ community, right? Because they are pushing some type of agenda inside like movies and stuff. Not all movies, but it, they're doing it a little bit, right? Just a little bit. Somebody in this comment section said, the more they push this agenda, the more they push their – you know, tallies on our lives and the more that they try to force themselves into our religions, our communities – the more resistance they're going to find. And it's up for them to not, you know what I mean, be a piss and moan and be like, oh, why is everybody hating us? Why is everybody, we're not hating you. You know, nobody is. Well, maybe some people are because they don't like you guys. Me personally, I'm, I don't hate the LGBTQ community. Um, I wouldn't even say I have resistance against it. Not at all. I think that some of the things that have came out of that community that a lot of my you know pride friends have said is is very very disgusting such as the queen james bible that is very 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 blasphemous and it even says at the end of the bible you know anybody who adds to the account of of what is written in this book their penalties penalties will be you know doubled or i think it's like sevenfold you should not add on to the bible anybody who adds on to the bible or takes it away there is a specific place in hell for you specific pastors who do that. There's a specific place in hell that's pretty pretty motherfucking dark to say the least. I mean, there's no sunshine and rainbows down there for people who do that. So um, I could see why this kid did it, why this kid cut this flag down and stuff, and I think it's very horrible. And I'm scrolling through this article about the school too because this is the school that I, well... I guess I'll just say it now. This is the school that I got falsely accused of rape and everything changed for me. And the school didn't do anything to reimburse me. They just sat there and let it slide. There was a teacher there that was involved with it. I'm not going to say her name because I don't even want to give her the disabled credit uh, at all. But there was a teacher there that actually kind of endorsed what this girl, you know, did. She she got after me for something I didn't even do and then she supported this girl without getting my side of the story and then when she came came out about what I'm going to talk about and said yeah I made this up to the court to the police to everybody else she didn't she didn't even no apology no nothing but we're going to get into that in this episode so stay tuned um let's just uh let's let's move on a little bit so we could get on to the story you know high school right I remember I said this a couple episodes ago. High school is just a place where people are trying to be something they're not. High school is the place where everybody is just, you know, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm so rich. I'm so famous. You're in high school. You're a junior. Okay. 
high school freshmen are little kids. High school sophomores are people who can't stop swinging their car keys around. High school juniors are, well, they're pretty cool. High school seniors are queens and kings. Those guys are awesome. I remember my senior year in high school was the best year of my life. And I played, I actually, I went to college in, in my senior year, um, partially because of, uh, anyways, I took, I took law enforcement. Anyways, law enforcement for, okay, let's get back on the topic. Fucking A. Um, you know, my freshman year of high school, I went to this public, you know, where this incident happened in 2021, uh, Ridgeline, I went there and, uh. I, it, it was a very, very interesting year because it was the first year that they built this high school and, like, you know, you can enroll in it. So it was really cool. I spent a lot of my time there. It was a great year. It was a great uh, education for me. I got yelled at a bunch because I was a horrible student. But you know what? That is what it is. It's part of the journey. And uh, it was pretty cool. Um, a lot of shit things did happen. I did get bullied. But you know what I say? And I'm just going to say this real quick again. You know, everybody gets bullied. All right? I came home today because Jennifer made fun of my hair, Mom. Oh, I got bullied off the f on my football team because they said I had butterfingers because I couldn't catch the football. You get bullied in high school? You get bullied in middle school? Well, boo-hoo. Let me tell you something, buddy. That doesn't give you the excuse. This is what Daredevil said. It doesn't give you the excuse to go out and do the shit you do. All right? Everybody gets bullied in high school. Everybody gets bullied in middle school. It doesn't matter if you're little Timmy, who's just a geek who plays, you know, Minecraft all day in school and doesn't pay attention. Or if you're Anna, who's the most popular kid in school. Fucking prom queen. All right? It doesn't matter. Both of you are getting bullied sometime in your high school career, whether it be by one of your friends or a stranger. It doesn't matter. The point is you get bullied, and it's what you do about that. Oh, well, you know, high school sucks because I got bullied. Let, let me tell you something. High school sucks either way. High school is either the best time or it's the worst time. For me, it was the worst time, and then in my senior year, only my senior year, only was it the best time. Senior year, or uh, uh, freshman, sorry, freshman year, sophomore year, junior year was the shittiest times of high school for me. All three of them, right? And then senior year, I spent like the entirety of it having one to two classes in high school, which was PE and law enforcement because I, I didn't have any PE credits. I got, th I got through everything but PE. And then I took an astronomy class too for astronomy, astrophysics in college. Anyways, so... It's 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 a horrible time or it's your best time depending on you know your situation back at home too. If you got money, everybody's gonna like you. Uh, I don't want to sound like any of those entitled shit, you know, pricks. But uh, let's get into this. So I'm gonna talk about my uh, my my freshman year. Okay, my freshman year was a okay year. I spent it with my best friend Manuel. It was awesome. My other best friend at the time, he doesn't like me anymore, and I, I still love this dude. Alex, if you ever listen to this, you're amazing. Uh, this other guy, Alex, uh, it was a very neutral year. I was just coming out of my, you know, little kid, Minecraft kid, fucking weirdo from middle school phase. And uh, nowhere near adulting, but I was, you know, heading up there. And as times were getting better, I was failing at high school in my freshman year. I had a lot of Fs, and my highest grade, I think, was like a B plus. I didn't have any A's, not even in PE. And yeah, it was just, it is what it is. So towards the end of, of uh, my freshman year, I was going to transfer to another school, 
I don't know if I should say it because I have such genuine love and genuine, absolutely genuine respect for this high school. It's a, it's an alternative school, but I, I was going to transfer to an alternative school to get my credits up and hopefully just re, you know, rebuild my college or my, you know, education because I, I was, I was slacking, I was sucking, right? My freshman year, uh, I was going to get this tour at, at this new school. I was, my mom was going to pick me up. I was going to go to this new high school and take a tour before I can make my decision if I wanted to go there or not. Now, keep in mind, the high school I went to that I'm talking about, Ridgeline, right? It's a big high school. It's huge. It's a campus, all right? Football field, seminary building on the other side. It's got everything. It's got two parking lots. It's big, right? But... The school that I was going to go take a tour at was small. I mean, barely the, it was the size of my house. And I mean, it had these two little, you know, buildings in the back too. It it was small. So picture me, right? I'm addicted to popularity in my freshman year. I wanted to be popular. I wanted to fit in and I wanted to be recognized because I was just a loner and I didn't like being alone, right? Oh, I love the football games because I'd go to the football games. I'd wander around. I'd talk to cute chicks even though I didn't pick up any. I'd listen to music. I'd just go walk around and be a depressed loner, right? Um, one day when my mom was going to pick me up to go to this new alternative school to take a tour, uh, it was actually the same day that this happened. I get a call from – my teacher got a call from uh, the office. She says – Matt Palmer, you need to go up to the office. Uh, somebody's up there waiting for you. And I'm like, yes. Like my mom's gonna. F- I get to get check out of this bastard school, finally. Cause I fucking hate this school. I'm tired of it here. I just want to get out. And I get to. I get to leave at eleven o'clock in the morning, right? Right before lunch. So. Um. I only take my phone with me. I leave my backpack and stuff behind because I wanted to get the gratitude of of, uh, you know, coming back and being like, bye, bitches, you know, I, I get to leave, you guys get to stay here and learn about God knows what, um, so I go up to the front office, and my mom's not there, guess who is there, there's a cop, there's a, there's a literal sheriff there, and when I went in there, I, I just glanced at him, I was like, hey, did you call me up, I said this to the, uh, the to the girl at the front desk, I was like, you called me up? And then this off uh, this officer he turns to me and he's like, "Are you Matt Palmer?" I was like, "Yeah." Okay, I need you to come with me. What the fuck? What did I do? I haven't stolen a single Snickers bar out of a Maverick. I haven't stolen a car. I haven't gotten in a car. Yeah, you know, I haven't done anything. I haven't killed anybody. What am, what, what am I getting in trouble for? So I follow him into this next room. It was actually the boardroom. He sits me down, and I'm so confused. I th- I literally did not know like what the fuck. I was getting pulled in for I actually was so like nervous too I remember this now I was like I don't know what I did and I told him I was like am I in trouble he's like uh we'll see and he sits me down and he goes you are being something a lot he said something along the lines of like you're you're being uh you're you're gonna be needing to take into an investigation and interrogation uh because you're you're being accused right now by a student here at Ridgeline of okay here's the big one of raping someone. Okay. I think anybody listening to this right now should understand that I have never, will never, and have never done that. 
right? So when he told me this, I literally didn't know what to say besides no. He says, you are being accused by a student here of, you know, that. I can't remember his words exactly, but it was, it was just like that, you know? So he's like, I'm going to need you to uh, come down to the station with me, and I need to conduct an investigation. I was like, right now? I got to go to this new high school. He's like, can't do that. You got to go now. Now, you got to understand, I'm I'm a freshman. I don't know how old I was, but I'm I'm young. And I have no clue about my Miranda rights. I don't know what to, I, I could have said. I want to speak to an attorney first. I, could, I, didn't, I didn't know what to say. So he says to me, he's like, I need to confiscate your phone. Do you have it on you? Well, stupid ass me, young little Matt, the only thing I took, I couldn't have taken a fucking Skittles in my pocket. The only thing I had in my pocket was my phone. So I'm like, uh, yeah, here you go. And I gave him my phone, right? I got nothing to hide. So I give him my phone. And he takes me out to his car, and we go to the jail. I almost said the full entire jail, but I don't want to say it because I don't want to put any, any pressure on at all. But he takes me to the local uh, cash jail, right? And when he takes me to – this is really hard to talk about. Man, I haven't talked to anybody about this since it happened. But um, he took me to this jail, walked into an interrogation room, this room barely the size of my fucking bedroom. It's just a big white room. With a bunch of cameras on the wall and on the ceiling. And there's two chairs. So he sits me down. He says, take a seat. So I sit down. He sits down. And he reads over this. Okay, I'm going to. I'm, I'm like going to puke. Golly, I hate talking about this because it's so disgusting. He reads me this. This fucking atrocious just let's just call it what it is it's the most retarded fucking story this bitch could have made up period period it is the most customized lie i have ever 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 heard that this girl that is falsely accusing me of rape made up the most absolute violent customized i mean it, it was the most awful story of rape and guess who's at the other side of the gun with her hand on the trigger? Me. I'm on the other side. Right? And I'm going to tell you what, what, what literally happened. Unlike this bitch. I'll, I'll get to the story about what we did. But, you know, not what this bitch is falsely accusing me of. Fuck out of here. So, he's telling me this. And I just, I remember at the time, I couldn't, I couldn't, I didn't know what to say. I literally could not understand what to say. Because... Imagine being in that position where somebody literally accuses you of something that, you know, horrific people, monsters, people who deserve to get their fucking dicks chopped off for the death penalty. Something that they do. Now, little old me is getting accused of it, and I haven't even done that. Not even came close. Okay? So, for the next, oh, God, it was, it was a long time. It was like 11 until like... I think it was like 8 so it was like from 11 o'clock in the morning until like 8.30 at night I'm getting yelled at I'm bawling I'm, ha I'm, I'm, I'm on the I mean I remember I was on the verge of a, of a seizure from how much stress I was in I, I'm, I'm in tears I'm crying I, I'm getting screamed at by this this bloke this bloke right in front of me yelling at me about something I didn't even do right it's fucking horrendous and 
he sa- at the end of this investigation, he says to me, so I'm going to need you to write exactly what you did down on this, this paper, right? He gives me this clipboard with a bunch of papers on it. I need you to write down exactly what you did so you can testify in court if, if need be. And keep in mind, he already read me my rights and shit. I don't know anything about my rights at the time. I, I, I didn't know what to say. So I just fought, I just did exactly what he told me to. And here's a, here's a little here's a little advice for anybody who gets stuck in this goddamn pissing situation. The cops are not here to work with you. They're not here to be your friend. Right? Cops are here to protect their communities, but when you're getting investigated, man, they're really not there to, to get you out of jail. They're there to put you there. Right? They're there to figure out, did you do this? But in my situation, this guy pulls in, you know, he pulls in dipshits all day who've done this shit. So he's looking at me like I'm one of them. In all reality, I haven't even came close. Not once, not twice, not three times, zero times. So on this paper, he he leaves the room, right? And I'm writing on this paper. And I need to preface before I say this. I am not suicidal, okay? Right now, I'm not. I, I have mild depression. I have severe anxiety, but I have mild depression. Okay? I have pretty bad, pretty severe PTSD. And I have severe anxiety, but I have no suicidal tendencies in me. I will never commit suicide. I have a... I, just bear with me what I'm talking about right now. I have a promise to God, myself, my deceased dad, and my mother. Four people, all in one. I have a promise to Christ that I will never, ever take the authority of taking my own life no matter how hard life gets the only the only person who even has that authority is is god the father okay he can take my life when he wants but i can't and that's that i nearly broke that rule when i was writing this fucking on this paper writing my side of the story right um i was writing down everything that happened and let's go through the story of what happened okay this girl made up a story that I raped her, right? Here's what actually happened. Me and her were friends for a while. And why a while, I would say probably a few weeks from what I remember, right? We were friends for a little while. We had a bunch of friends related, you know, around us and stuff. So we were hanging out a lot uh, at school. I got her Snapchat. We were flirting a little bit back and forth. She thought I was cute. I thought she was cute. And I'm not trying to put, I'm not playing the victim card. Both of us had a deal in this, right? Um, I thought she was very cute. She thought I was cute. Okay. We were talking, I think, a week before I got pulled into the jail. I'm trying to remember. It was like a week about like hanging out. So after school one day, she lies to her, I think it was like her grandpa or her uncle that she was, you know, living with because it's, it's a weird family situation she was in said, hey, I'm going to stay back at school and, and work on some stuff. When in our reality, we were just going to go hang out, hang out at my place, go and talk, maybe play video games, whatever. Okay? So we go back to my place, right? And my place is not so far off the high school, so it's within walking distance. We walk up to my place, got the house to ourselves and stuff. And we were hanging out, just talking. I remember this is what we did. We were hanging out and we were talking about something alongside, like, science and shit, because both of us had this one class that we fucking hated. And I keep in mind I love science, but I didn't back then. Um, we were talking about science and stuff like this. Then we go on to another topic of like, you know, our friends and stuff. And one thing, and we're in our bedroom and stuff. And one thing led to another where, you know, we start kissing a little bit. That is what it is. 
and then another thing led to another. I don't want to give, like, super graphic details, okay, like, this is what I did with her panties. No, 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 no. But I am going to say this, okay? We ended up kissing, we ended up hooking up, and then after we were done hooking up, we continued talking after that. I know that some guys are going to be like, why don't you just kick her out? No, I don't do that. We ended up hooking up, and then we were when we were done hooking up, we talked for a little bit, and then eventually it got time where she was like, okay, my... I think it was like her, her uncle. My uncle's probably going to be coming to pick me up soon, so it's best I get heading. And I was like, okay, I'm going to come with you. You know, We'll go down to uh, the high school because I probably got a friend there or something who's staying back too. So she was like, all right, let's go. So we both left, right? I'm going to say what I'm about to say is what I would say in court, all right? This is going to be the truth, nothing but the truth, all the truth, Okay? Everything, listen to me, everything, everything, every individual single thing that we did that had any relations to physical touch, any relations to sexual interaction, anything, anything and everything that we did was literally, and when I say literally, I'm not just saying literally, I mean it, like I made sure that it was consensual. If I could go back in time, if there was a record, I I think I even said this to the investigator. I was like, if you could put a recording in my room of what happened, you would literally, I I swear on judgment day, God is going to point this out. I swear to God, I asked her, is it okay if I do this? Is it okay if I do this? And when I say do this, I mean like, is it okay if I like take your shirt off? It's okay if I take your pants off. It's okay. Cause she was a virgin. And she was choosing to have sex with me, right? It wasn't me enticing her up to that point, right? We were good friends. Every single thing that we did, I'm, I swear to, I, can't just, I swear on my life, you could put a bullet in my head and kill me for all I fucking care, right? Everything that we did was consensual. Like, usually you'll pull, you'll pull like a 16-year-old fuckboy in the court, right, who actually did rape somebody, and, and the judge will be like, did you rape this person? They'll say like, nah, man, we just hooked up, and it is what it is. No, if I went to court for this, by the way, I didn't, but for if I did, fuck getting, are you kidding me? Fuck a defense attorney. I'd represent myself. My account would be literally, literally, literally... I did not do this, and I made sure that every single thing that we did was consensual, from A to fucking Z, from one to a hundred, consensual. And anybody, including this fucking, oh, I almost just said something I didn't want to say, this fucking teacher that aided this bitch in, in falsely accusing me, anybody who disagrees with that is a fucking stone-cold, brain-dead bullshit artist who clearly can't tell what the difference is between falsely accused of rape, falsely accusing somebody of rape, where it discredits people who actually have been raped, right? And people who do this shit. I don't have any respect. I don't have any respect or any sympathy, like, period, for guys that rape girls. And I know I sound like a simp right now, but I have had friends in the past 
in high school that have raped people that are literally in jail right now. And it shocks me that I have to say that. But it's true. And to those people, whether you're a guy or a girl, a fucking Mack truck could mow you down. And I, I wouldn't take two seconds to take a glance and see if you're okay. I don't care if you were in the fucking Twin Towers when they came down to the fucking ground. If you were in there and you did this to this person, I don't give a shit. I don't care. Because what you did was fucked up. Now what this girl did was equally fucked up. Right? But me, I've gone through enough shit. I've lost my dad. I've had to grow... Dude, I've had to grow up taking care of my mom and my mom taking care of me. I've had to grow up with severe depression and anxiety and PTSD that before this even happened. And then this fucker comes along and falsely accuses me of rape. Now let's get on with the story. When I was writing in this testify thing on the paper, the reason why I was saying suicide and stuff is because I I basically ended the paper saying, listen, I just need you guys to know, the investigators and stuff, if you let me out of here today by myself or with my mom, I'm, I am going, I, I meant this at the time, I was dead set. I said, I am going to go home and I'm going to kill myself. And I mean that. I'm not just saying that to be, you know, like, this bitch better say that I didn't do this or else kill. No, I was so fucking disgusted that I was getting accused of something like this, that I legitimately had a full-blown, full-fledged, I mean, I was set in stone. I said to, I, I had, I remember there was one point when he was talking to me, I said, dude, if I, if my mom takes me home in the car, she's going to have to lock the doors because I'm going to jump out while she's driving on the highway. Or, you know, if I get home, I'm going to have to call 911 myself and get to a mental hospital because I know that I'm going to probably like try to stab myself or I'm going to try to hang myself. God forbid I shoot myself. You know, I was a danger to myself more than I had ever fucking been. I was, I was a danger. And I told myself, I was like, look, I can't live with this anymore. If I go to prison for something I didn't even do, I'm never going to get out. I'm never going to reimburse because this, what, what's it going to take for this bitch to, to say that he didn't do this to me? Right. Let alone with no evidence at all. You see, that's the fucked up thing. There wasn't any evidence. You want to know why? Because I didn't do it. She could have gotten a rape kit. Didn't do that either. She could have, got, she could have done everything in her power. Wouldn't have found a single evidence, at proof, anything. Because you want to know why? The shit that she said. Get, get, here, here you, you, want, you want the answer? The shit that she said didn't fucking happen. Right. So when I saw when I said this on the note, I said, look, you, you need to take me out right now because I'm going to take myself out later. When I said I'm going to commit suicide, this investigator came in with like three other cops. Right now, I'm like, OK, I'm, this is it. I'm going to juvie. I'm going to wherever the fuck I'm going. I'm done. And to my surprise, they said, because of what you wrote on that note, right, that thing, uh, you are a danger to yourself and we cannot allow you to go anywhere. So what we're going to do is we need you to stand up, turn around, put your hands behind your back, and we're going to take you to the hospital. We're going to take you to the regional hospital and we're going to we're going to sit tight and assess there. So here's 
Okay, I need to give one last disclaimer about what I'm about to say. This is going to... Okay, okay, okay. Here we go. What I'm about to say is going to piss a lot of people off. It pissed me off, okay? <laughs> what I'm, what I'm going to say really is going to piss you off. It might, all right? But I am not saying who said this. The investigator, I'm not saying his name. I'm not even going to insinuate his name, okay? Because I know that if people figure out his name, he's gonna they're going to fucking... Or yeah, flip their shit, okay? One of the cops put their, you know, handcuffs. I complied. I put my hands behind that, and he puts his handcuffs on me. And I had two of them walk me out, and I just did what they told me. So as I'm walking out of the room and walking to the elevator, this investigator who had just been screaming at me for the last hours, yelling at me, treating me like an animal for something I didn't even do, he says this, mocking me. He says, All right, Matt, I can't wait to see you again. He said that. All right, Matt, I can't wait to see you again. You got to understand one thing, okay? You need to understand this. I'm a little kid getting a falsely accused of something that I didn't even do. My mind is already, I'm, I'm, I've already plan suicide out because I'm getting, I, I mean, it's just, it is what it is. I'm getting falsely accused of rape. He just read my warning to them that I'm going to commit suicide. And then he says that he literally mocked me. <laughs> so one of the cops, he puts me in the, in, in the uh, truck and Here's the part that I don't tell people, but I'm going to say it on this podcast. Whoever that cop was that drove me to the hospital, I owe him my life because something about him, he, he was the one who read it, the, the note and stuff, but he was very, very, very patient. He was very comforting and supportive. He literally made sure that I was fully comfortable when I got in his truck because obviously I'm sitting with my hands behind my back, right? I, I have handcuffs on. And... He put me in his truck and he's like, do you need me to loosen the uh, the cuffs and stuff? I say, yeah, they're a little tight. So he loosens them, puts my seatbelt on for me, says, if you need anything, just give me a holler. Um, you know, whatever, I'll just be in the front seat. He gets in the front seat and stuff. And when he drove me to the hospital, he made... So this is this is really sweet. Now I think about it. When I went to the hospital, um, there was a lot of people there. I have handcuffs behind my back. I look like a fucking mess, right? So he kind of like stood in front of me as he walked me in to make sure that I like was hidden because, you know, I, I, I look like a crazy man walking into the hospital with a cop by my side and handcuffs behind my back. So he made sure that like everybody who was in there, like the nurses and, you know, any workers that they couldn't see me. And it was very sweet of him to do this because he knows very well that I could have been, you know, he, he, he probably looked at me like, okay, this kid probably like may or may not have raped somebody. And here I am just, you know, helping him out, trying to be a respectful dude. That's what a cop needs to do. Okay. Look at both sides of the spectrum and make an action from there. Right. So he did that. And I remember... It was really late at, at late at night, and I was in, I was in this bed where they were taking my blood pressure, 
And this one therapist guy comes in. He worked at the hospital and he says, so you want to tell me what's going on? So I bullshit him. I said, yeah, I'm just getting bullied at school. He's like, well, it's just how you get through. He, he basically told me what I told you guys earlier. You know, just cut the shit and just man up, Matt. That's what he told me. If I told him I'm getting falsely accused of rape and I'm suicidal because of that, he probably would have said something completely different. But I didn't say that. I was in utter shock from the entire day. So... I remember my mom came in and I hadn't seen her all day. I've been scared all day without her and stuff and blah, 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 blah. And I just broke down crying. I told her everything. Later that night, I actually had to go to a mental hospital because, you know, I'm, I was extremely suicidal. And, yeah, I needed to rejuvenate, recuperate. I needed to figure my shit out. I spent 11 days at this uh, mental hospital got absolutely fucked over with drugs. I got mispre- I got misprescribed. Uh it's a big it's a big whole thing. I won't talk about it, but and sometime in there, my mom gives me a call. She says, "Hey, I've been talking to this investigator and he took the liberty upon himself to, you know, bring in this girl who falsely accused me of rape back to the station, put her in an investigation again, and he literally got her to confess the entire thing." that she, you know, made up. She made it up. And she she confessed it. He got a confession out of her. Not only that, but, you know, she had to kind of write it down and stuff. So you're clear, Matt. Imagine this. You, 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 are, you have just been accused of murdering somebody, right? But you didn't do it. You know? You go through the PTSD, the trauma, the stress of paying a punishment that somebody else should be paying and then imagine that phone call where you hear the court says you didn't do it imagine how much pressure would be relieved off of you when i was in that mental hospital i sobbed when i got back to my room because i was like thank god like literally thank christ because i I remember i got close to god and i said look you got to get me out of this i don't know why you put me through this you know but you got to get me out of it and he did he literally did so that's what that's what my mom said to me. He said, "Yeah, he he took this girl back in the investigation. Said that uh, she made it up. So it's very fucked up that I even went through that, but it is what it is. So let's get into a little bit more of the backstories and stuff, right? I go back to school shortly after my mental hospital time, right? Everybody's giving me the shy shoulder. Somehow, somehow, this got passed around." Um, I remember just a couple of years ago, I got, I received a very malicious death threat from a girl, uh, that went to another school. She said, Hey, I just want you to understand that if I do see you in public at all, I, I'm going to pull out my, my point nine on you and I'm going to shoot you because of what you did to this poor girl. And no matter how much I defended myself saying, Hey, look, she, you know, kind of confessed to the fucking court, you idiot. She confessed to everybody. Well, not everybody, but confess to the investigator and stuff that she did not do Like, I did not do this and that she made this shit up. She goes, I don't give a shit. What you did was wrong and I'm going to kill you. To this day, I still deal with people whispering behind my back saying, he did this, he did it. No. That's why I'm making this podcast episode right now. Right? Because a majority of the people who listen to this 
are also a majority of the people who either do one of two things. One, continue to spread this slanderous and defamatory fucking retarded message that I actually did this. Or two, it's people who have heard it. Who have heard it and not came to me and asked. Do you not understand how many nights I've gone trying to sleep and not, not being able to because I'm worried that somebody's going to show up to my house? I have PTSD where if, if the fucking missionaries or if somebody knocks at my door, I have to, I have to like take an entire minute to make sure that it's not somebody showing up to my house with a fucking weapon to kill me for something I didn't even do. So the next time, let me give you a message to anybody out here, okay? If you're a girl specifically, I'm not being misogynistic. I'm just going to explain this very thoroughly. This isn't, this isn't funny, okay? If you're a girl and you sleep with a guy and then you feel regret because you didn't, you, you later down the line, you don't like that guy and you just, you don't like him, something happens. I'm going to tell you something right now and you need to listen, okay? I don't give a shit. If this guy fucked your best friend, I don't care if he talked bad about your damn puppy. I don't care. You simply put and ethically do not falsely accuse him of rape. I know I sound like a smartass right now. Like, Ooh, you do not do this. No. I'm telling you, what you do very well will cause this guy. It, no, not very well. It will. It absolutely will. Fucking destroy him. Mentally, emotionally, even physically. Because then he might end up taking his life, you fucking retard. Idiot. Don't do it. And to the guys out there, because I know a majority of the rapes happen from, you know, guys doing this shit. Learn self-control. Read your Bible for once. Develop a sense of self-control. God has given you a temptation, but he's also given you a way out of it. He will never give you a temptation that is so hard that you can't get out of it. Don't put yourself in these fucking positions where you can't get out of it. So your only choice is to keep going down the rabbit hole and forcing this girl to do something she didn't do, you know, she doesn't want to do. And to the girls who sleep with guys and then have regret about it, move on. But don't falsely accuse him of rape. Because if you do, you're making a fucking massive mistake, not just for him, but for yourself. Imagine having to live the rest of your life knowing that somebody else just put a gun to their head, pulled the trigger, blew their brains out, and they're somewhere else in, in the universe. They're gone. All because you got pissed off that you slept with somebody. All because you got fed up because you didn't like that this person talked shit about your best friend. Or because they fucked your best friend. Or because they talked shit about you. And you don't like this guy because you have regret. Well now guess what happened to him. He's six feet under the fucking ground because of a lie that you said. It's not just a lie. It's something you deserve to be locked up for. I don't give a fuck about what anybody says. Anybody, whether you're a guy doing this to a girl or a girl doing this to a guy, if you falsely accuse somebody of rape, you need to be locked the fuck up or reimburse the person. Me, I didn't get any reimbursement. I didn't get anything. I didn't get a damn cent. Think about that. 
Nobody handed me a penny. Nobody handed me even an apology. Okay? And to this day, I'm still living with this fucking nightmare. I'm still suffering from it. Do you not realize how many jobs I've had to turn down because people in those jobs threatened me? I mean, unbelievable. Truly unbelievable. All for what? All for some bitch who decided to make the decision to lose her virginity to me. And then she got pissed off and her friends and then this one teacher at the school that she talked to said, you should take this to the cops because apparently he raped you. I mean this in the most unironical way. Fucking, just fuck yourself. I would say kill yourself, but that's not right. Don't do that. But just go fuck yourself because you're a piece of shit for that. And I think anybody with half a brain, anybody who has at least an inch of common sense would realize that falsely accusing somebody of anything, whether it be rape, uh, murder, assault, any of that, is the wrong thing in the first place. Be realistic. I just, I, 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 I'm so fucking tired of this shit, dude. Talking about this to people. Did you actually do this to this girl? No. Well, then why, why, why is this person telling me? You ask him and tell him to come and tell, talk to me about it. I'm the one who's getting, you know, I was the one who's got falsely accused of it. And your friend who's telling you that I actually did the shit is the bitch who's telling everybody else that I actually did it. He's slandering my name. He's putting defamation on my character. If I took him to court, I'd, I'd be able. I'd be able to actually take him to court for something along the lines of slander or defamation of character. You are telling people something that I didn't do. You are telling people this person, me, did something that I didn't do. You are slandering me. You are putting defamation on me. And if I took this person to court, there we go. So here's the problem. Here's the problem. Because of family and because of relations and, 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 and everything else in my predicament at the time, I couldn't take this girl to court. People talked me out of it, and I wanted to. I wanted to take this girl to court and, and sue her to the fucking cardboard box on a street, a homeless man. Right? I wanted to take her to the fucking courts and rock her shit with a testimony so powerful right but I couldn't and now it's too late because certain people told me don't do it just move on well here we are years later and I'm still going to sleep shaking my ass off nervous abused of, of the privilege to just take a fucking eight hour sleep without having any PTSD or any nightmares from everything that's happened to me after and somehow this girl just got a slap on the wrist and just got sent back to school the next day. Like nothing happened. I just, it's ridiculous. And that's actually what happened, by the way. I talked to this girl later in, you know, earlier last year, actually. And she said to me, she, by the way, I need to, I need to take back a statement I said earlier. She did apologize to me last year, but it took me having to confess it out of her, just like this investigator. And I accepted her apology. Because I do, I, I, you know, what she did was atrocious, but she is, you know, sorrowful for it. And she made efforts to not, you know, just be like, okay, I'm sorry, now bye. No, she like genuinely made efforts to be my friend and, you know, reimburse me personally by, uh, 
just talking to me and, and hearing out, you know, what I had to say. And I think that's enough. But the investigator who made that snarky fucking dipshit, that snarky content, comment, never got an apology from him. All the people that heard about this, that threatened me, that hate me, that think I'm something I'm not, never got told the truth. And this one teacher, here's the story about the teacher. I'm not going to say her name, but at the school, I got pulled out of class one day. She goes, did you hang out with so-and-so? I was like, yeah. She's like, yeah, what did you guys do? I was like, well, we went up to my house. We hung out. I'm not going to tell her that we fucking hooked up. Get out of here. That's when we went up to my house and we hung out, played video games or whatever. She goes, whatever. Go back in class. She gives me this look. You know those looks? This is the shit that your girlfriend gives you when she's mad at you. You know those looks? They're like the side profile, like roll your eyes look. She gave me one of that. And throughout the rest of that year, she gave me shit. It was, it was actually really nasty. It was disrespectful for her, you know, because I would go into her class and she'd be like, you just get to sit there and pick your nose. You can actually do something. Shut the fuck up. It's like so annoying, man. I very well knew that she had a hand in this because, you know, the way she treated me after and stuff and so fucked up. And she's had a reputation of being a bitch. But you know what? It's, it's 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 bad to be a bitch, but it's worse to be a bitch to somebody who didn't even do anything to you. Didn't even do anything to anybody. You're playing the victim. Can you really blame me? I mean, I got falsely accused of rape. Falsely accused of it. Falsely accused of rape. So not only did I get accused of it, but it's false. I got falsely accused. Right? People can say, well, shouldn't falsely accused mean like you're the wrong person? Like like this girl did get raped, but it was somebody else? No. She knew exactly who the fuck she was talking about. This person, Matt Palmer, did this to me at this time, and here's what he did. Insert fat fucking lie straight from Satan's teeth onto this paper. Now go get him, tiger. Go ruin his life. Even six years later... Go ruin his life. Bitch. Like, seriously. It's ridiculous. And I hate that I have to talk about this. I ended up going to this new school, too, and, and the fucking counselor there even said to me, she was like, I'm sorry that you had to go through that. No shit! I think anybody would be. It's rough, man. It, it really is. It's hard. So, anyways. Look, we're getting to the end of the podcast. I... I need to calm down. I told you at the start, it's it's a very emotional episode. Um, I'm doing better now, ever since this happened. It's been years now, but I, when I was at this mental hospital, I, I got misprescribed, and it was all because of my severe anxiety from getting falsely accused of rape, and to this day, the side effects, basically it, it didn't stunt my growth, but the medications that were, I were on were way too strong and I was still growing at the time, like through puberty and stuff. And it really kind of interfered with that. So I have really bad anxiety. I have really bad, like drawn out symptoms and stuff. And 
I'm still getting over them. I'm still treating them. So it's okay. But my life has been a catastrophic fucking nightmare ever since. And I haven't received a single reimbursement. And I probably never will. It's okay. I'll just have to live the rest of my life accepting the threats, accepting the, the hate, accepting the disrespect. It doesn't matter. I'll just have to accept it. So, I'm sorry that this has been such a, such a, a, a rough episode, and I, I, I sincerely, sincerely, listen, I sincerely apologize if I, if I've discredit anybody or made anybody feel uncomfortable talking about this, this episode, even though I gave a disclaimer, I am, I am sorry, it's not my intention to make you uncomfortable by the stuff I say. It is only my intention to speak my mind and speak the truth, nothing but the truth, on this podcast just as I would in the courtroom if this actually went to court. I have simply explained and fought back against a girl's lie that I've had to suffer through ever since. And I apologize if that made you uncomfortable, but it had to be talked about, so... I'm like in tears. Um, so, uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening to this entire podcast episode. Thank you for the generous time that you have put into this episode to listen to me. And I just want to say thank you. And I, and when I say thank you, I mean it. Like, thank you for for listening to me. Thank you for giving me respect and, and paying attention. My last message I want to leave before I end off this podcast episode is, again, I said this earlier, if you are a girl and you sleep with a guy and you feel regret after and you think that he raped you even though he didn't, hey, maybe I should take this to the cops. Simply put, literally and ethically, don't do that. Just a three words, don't do that. Please. And to the uh, to the fucking guys out there that are my age, I have to say this enough, man. If you want to go out by yourself, go to a bar or go to the local party down at the college, right? Campus party. Okay. I know, I know. It's hard getting away from a cute girl that you're talking to right now and she's giving you hints she wants to hook up and stuff. But if you do go down that route, you gotta learn self-control and you got to learn when enough is enough, right? You're in the heat of the moment, okay? Don't rape her. Don't do that shit. I'm telling you something. That 30 minutes of, of joy and pleasure that you're forcing out of somebody else is going to cost you 30 years, okay? Don't do that. You fucking idiot. I mean, don't. <laughs> so... Anyways, you know, I, 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 I really, I don't talk about this much because I, it gets suppressed a lot, but I'm sick and tired of hearing people say, you should stop talking about that or else, you know, whatever. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a flying rat's ass what anybody else thinks. This happened to me. It's my responsibility and it's my literal God-given right to talk about this. Censor me all you want. What are you, YouTube? Susan Wojcicki? I don't know. Talk about on the podcast. If we get censored on the podcast, I'll talk about it on my Snapchat. I'll talk about it somewhere else. But the point is, somebody 
falsely accuse somebody of something they didn't do. And that somebody is suffering to this day while the other person just got away with nothing. Life continued for them. If anything, it got better. Anyways. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Lonesome Podcast. I hope that next episode will be a lot more happier and a lot more joyful and a lot more energetic, but happier. Uh, If you would like to uh, get in touch with me or give me feedback, my Snapchat is SolaceMP. If you would like to go and follow me on Instagram and see all of the cute pics I post or whatever I do on there, my Instagram is Matthew Palmer with two T's and two R's. Again, thank you for listening to the Lonesome Podcast. I have been your wonderful host. You have been amazing. And uh, I need to go and calm down now and just relax. Go and get this edited and published. And I will see you on the next episode of the Lonesome Podcast.